Welcome to the Trek Through the Scriptures podcast. In this week's sermon, what will it take for you to have a Merry Christmas? We reflect on Philippians 4, 4 through 5, and hear how we can find the true joy of Christmas in the midst of the hustle and bustle of this season. Join us as Pastor Tom Marsis again points us to the good news of Jesus Christ found in the story of God's Word. The epistle is from Philippians chapter 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. turn now specifically at verses 4 and 5 of our epistle lesson as Vicar Moon read it just a few moments ago. Rejoice, Lord, always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Well, it's a countdown to Christmas. And if you have one of those countdown calendars, if you have an Advent calendar, you know that it's 13 days to Christmas. Now, how many of you are stressed out? Be honest with yourself. I bet some of you have pulled out the Christmas tree and pulled out the ornaments, and that's exactly where they're still sitting. And you're thinking, you know what? Family's coming. Uh, I got to get them up. Maybe you're thinking, you know what? I didn't get my lights up before it got so cold. I'm not sure that I'm going to get it up. And that Christmas baking, I can't find the ingredients. The store shelf is empty, and I'm not going to make grandma's cookies, and it's not going to be Christmas. Let's face it. We get all stressed out about Christmas coming, and we get all wrapped up in the Christmas programs. We get all wrapped up in the frills and the tinsel, and we don't step back and say, what is going on around us? Let's face it, many of us are getting stressed out that we're not going to be able to watch all the Christmas movies we want to watch. We missed all those new movies on the Hallmark Channel, and it's just not going to be Christmas. And of course, with all the inflation out there, I'm not going to be able to put enough presents under the tree, and oh, my kids just aren't going to think it's Christmas anymore. And either we don't have enough of those Christmas cookies Or, boy, am I going to have to go on a diet after Christmas because of all the sweets. Stress about Christmas is all around us. And it's to that very situation this morning that we want to ask the question once again, think about it, what will it take for you to have a Merry Christmas? Now, for many... You might say, well, let's see, if I have enough money in my bank account, if I have the right list, if I get everything done ahead of time, then I can relax and have a Merry Christmas. And then there's the Apostle Paul. 
What would he tell us? What was he telling us in our epistle lesson for today? He's telling us to rejoice. Rejoice? How can I? I got too much stuff going on all around me. And yet you and I get to rejoice even in the midst of everything going on around us because the pastor said, when he took the water, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. And God was putting his name on you and announcing to the devil and the world, guess what? He's my property now, God says. What greater joy and rejoicing throughout the year and especially at Christmas to know that God has put his name on you and me. And yet with all the hustle and bustle of Christmas, it's easy to forget that. You and I today, in the middle of December, get to say, I am a Christian. And that means something. The world out there is in the middle of a hustle and bustle, trying to make sure that they can celebrate Christmas and find some Christmas, quote-unquote, joy. But we already have it. The Christmas joy was given to us on the day of our baptism. Because on the day of our baptism, not only was our name written on the book of life, but you and I were given the gift of the Holy Spirit. Luke talks about that in the beginning of the book of Acts. But you will receive the power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witness. What greater joy in the midst of all the hustle and bustle of the supposed Christmas season that we can say, I'm a Christian. That's what the Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians. I resolved to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Think about it. The packages, the tree, the lights, and yet in the middle of all of that, you and I get to celebrate the baby Jesus. God in the flesh living and dwelling among us. A promise made so long ago, but fulfilled in that little stable in Bethlehem. A fulfillment that we rejoice at Christmas that connects with the Easter event. Christ shedding his blood so that you and I would know not only that our sins were forgiven, but that heaven's there waiting for us. That in the midst of all that we're hustling around, there is that joy of knowing and rejoicing that Christmas is waiting for us. But I'm a realist. I can hear it right now. Okay, pastor. That's easy to say when we're sitting in the pew and you're standing up in front of us. But what about all the deadlines? I got those things I just got to get done before Christmas. And after all, pastor, we can't ignore life. That's true. But what is it about the deadlines that are so important sometimes? Is it Christmas if we don't get the lights on the house? Yeah. If we just don't have every one of those particular Christmas cookies. Now, I'm going to admit there are certain things at Christmas I just love to have. So I'm not saying I don't. But what is it about Christmas that we're really celebrating? It's that hope found in Christ Jesus. That's where the real rejoicing at Christmas is all about. Oh, it's great to have all those extras around us. 
I mean, I have to admit, there's certain smells from when I was a kid at Christmas time that just takes me back to 15602 Sunset Drive, Strongsville, Ohio. It's Christmas. And yet, as great and wonderful as that is, it's still the joy of knowing that the little baby Jesus was born and I get to go to heaven one day. In our epistle lesson, Paul says, in everything by prayer and petition, notice, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. I'm not saying that there's not going to be hustle and bustle of the season, but in all of it, remember, give thanks that God has given us the opportunity to celebrate the birth of his son. To not get so wrapped up in the hustle and bustle that we forget what it's really all about. God in the flesh, Emmanuel, God with us. We get to celebrate that every year. And for us as Christians, what greater joy is there to know that Jesus came so that you and I would have our sins forgiven? God in the flesh. You see, Jesus came so that we would know of life everlasting. The celebration of Christmas is lost if it's not connected up with the celebration of Good Friday and Easter. The two, for us, are absolutely connected. You can't have one without the other. Or else, it's just an empty celebration and lacking the real joy and rejoicing that Vicar was talking about in our children's message today. The peace which far surpasses all human understanding. The world is looking for that peace, especially at this Christmas time. They're looking for peace, peace in their homes, peace in the world, peace at work. But the true rejoicing for us as Christians is knowing the peace that surpasses all human understanding. So again, we ask the question, what will it take for you to have a Merry Christmas. What is it that makes a Merry Christmas? Well, first and foremost, we would say it's not getting caught up in all the Christmas trimmings. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't make sure that they happen, because I know some of you are just awesome bakers, and I get to taste it almost every Christmas. Some of you are here this morning, actually. Those are great Christmas trimmings. So I'm not saying don't do that. But don't get so caught up in the lights, in the presents, in the food, that we forget the real important and reason for our rejoicing. It's that little baby born in Bethlehem, God in the flesh, that brings us the joy and assurance of life everlasting. Paul brings that message to us today and reminds us, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say, rejoice. Be glad, because God has come in the flesh so that you and I would have the assurance of life everlasting. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon on our Trek Through the Scriptures. This podcast is a ministry of Zion Lutheran Church in Bismarck, North Dakota. 
To contact us, learn more, or for more resources on the journey, please visit zinebismarck.org or find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube. Check out our weekly podcast discussion of the upcoming readings, which can be found on our website or on other platforms where podcasts are found. This podcast was made possible by a grant from Lutheran Church Extension Fund. We thank them for their support. Thank you for listening. Join us again next week as we continue our exploration of God's story as it points us ever toward the good news of Jesus Christ. Have a great week.